I'm absolutely delighted to be here and, and uh, what a great privilege it is to see such a wonderful mixture of people from Irish society uh, coming together to pay tribute to a great genius of music. And as I had just said in Irish, I'm particularly pleased to see uh, two, what people might call different ver versions of Irish economy and society coming together, the central bank and, uh, and composition and music uh, here in this, in, the, in this particular school. It's so appropriate that we're holding the ceremony in the location of Phil Dalmanata St. Kevin's College in his beloved Crumlin, a place that surely shaped him and which was a source of the creative ideas of which he, as a songwriter, would draw in his career. And it also has, gives me an opportunity as President of Ireland, Moral Throne Heron, uh, to wish every success from next September to St. Kevin's, who will be combining with Capra Community College uh, in a new alliance, which will, I think, provide something that will be very, very, very important. It will be able to engage in a whole new way with the creativity and genius that has been in the roots of Crumb. I think uh, I've been thinking yesterday evening and today about how, in fact, actually you take a concept of creativity. What would be creativity in banking? Uh, would we will, in fact, I think, be discussing this in depth, as I try to do myself as President of Ireland over the next 10 years. And what is the creativity in relation to music? Those many people here that I would know over the years that I've met, in relation to composition, in relation to melodies, in relation to arrangements, in relation to lyrics and so forth. I think we have incredibly underestimated it. When people speak about Ireland's reputation abroad, really the easiest conversation to have in any part of the world in relation to the hour is the extraordinary contribution of Irish uh, composers and Irish singers, Irish writers, Irish artists and performers. And one thing that is, for me, the most important thing, in particular the young people, is the extraordinary importance that is attached to the performative. I was talking about this a few months ago in Greece. And the artist, and the respect for the artist, and that's what it is all about. And that is why it's such a great occasion that Central Bank is now in fact, honouring an artist, putting it in a coin, and that is, I so pay tribute to, the, to those who've taken, that, who've taken this decision. And it's very important as well in relation to the minting, not to forget the actual craft that is involved in that itself. Uh, one of the most, in, one of the, the longest speeches that William Butler Yeats gave after his appointment to the Senate is, of course, the introduction of the report of the Commission on Coining in the 1920s. The, the, I think that this is the second coin in a three-year series dedicated to modern Irish musicians, and it is, of course, uh, sadly, commemorating 
the 70th anniversary of Phil's death, uh, for Phil's birth in 1949, uh, untimely death. And then it is, of course, joining now the Rory Gallagher coin, which was issued in 2018. Uh, on every Saturday, on a first-come, first-served basis, people visit our Sanutron, and they come in to my, among other things, I vacate my own study, but on, on the wall is a photograph of Phil and Rory Gallagher playing in Punchestown in 1982. They're playing, actually, This is the Woman. And people immediately ask, what is that? It was actually a present to me from hot press when I ceased writing for, for, for the magazine. But I don't think there is the slightest doubt that Phil, Phil will, always, uh, will always be remembered. And I regard it as an honorary president to have been invited here as Sabina and I and the others on this celebratory occasion. Uh, to die at the age of 36 is a very, very great loss, obviously for all of those who you connected with him particularly. Those who, were so, those who were close to him, and of course a great loss. And I had over the, the recent years, in particular as well, had the opportunity of so often meeting his mother, Philomena, who died earlier this year, Janine across the Eddy, at, at the age of 88. But there is such a, a rich legacy left there. I rocked at Okay, Every year since 1987, when he passed from us, Phil's friend Smiley Bulger has hosted a festival for him on the anniversary of his death, called very appropriately uh, Vibe for Phil. A number of musicians perform, of course, and they're not short of supply, Tim Lizzie tribute bands, and of course, occasionally, that select number of the members of Tim Lizzie itself. I'm very pleased as well that the trust, which was set up in 1994, is one that will enable uh, young musicians uh, to, to come, come forward and provide scholarships for new, uh, for new musicians. I said earlier about the importance of the performative, and one of the things that is most important, I think, as well, is that when we're coming into the coming years, when we see signs of ownership everywhere, it's very important that we protect not only the right to perform, but the space to perform. And I pay tribute to everyone who's working to try and protect, if you like, the, these, these spaces. And then there is, of course, nobody can miss the life-size bronze statue of Paul Daly's on Brussels there in Harry Street. And it's a, a popular fixture, I think, and many people, it will give you an idea of the importance of Phil's work uh, from abroad. The number of people who actually make the journey to get photographs taken uh, near, near that statue. More recently, there is, of course, a proposal uh, for, I think it is, uh, Irish filmmaker Reynolds has a proposal underway to make a, 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 a film about title Phil, Phil Irish songs for while I'm away. And then I think something that is really good, I think, at the fact when, when the two one-pound stamps came out last year, one showing the cover of his band, Ten Lizzie, and the other, the Black Rose album, which went on sale in Ireland, celebrating, if you like, the band's 50th anniversary. Now, in, in, in many cases, even in the corporate world, people would say, to have clocked in 50 years would be something. Uh, but I think it is uh, that we, we owe so much. And the man I think maybe that's most important, and you have to give a bull of us for this, 
is that it was revealed, of course, that Tim Lacey had been nominated for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the, in the United States next year. So, Gunnari Lowe, Tosha Tipjok. Being a musician, a, a songwriter, a lead singer, a bassist, principal songwriter, and so on, I think uh, in, in many cases when people say I was a founding member, does this uh, mean that your brain has stopped functioning? Uh, no, not at all. What it means very, very, very much is in fact what extraordinary risks were taken. I mentioned earlier that I had that image that was given to me by Nile Stokes, uh, when I stopped writing uh, uh, for Hot Press. But I would just, just ask some of the people who are older than and some of the, the students here to just think uh, of the enormous contribution that that publication made to music uh, from, the, from 1977 on. It was just important to be there. It broke up, if you like, a very stage coverage and so forth. And also, as well as that, when I see and look at the, the performance here today, for which I, I, I thank you, the encouragement it gave to a freedom in relation to one's lifestyle, both in the presentation of the self, in relation to music, the notion as well that there were no borders to musical influences and that one could, in fact, access, uh, access these. And I do pay tribute uh, to Niall and the staff who, who have kept going. I think there's something in, in, in Phil Lannett's life that is important, is in relation to, born as he was in the West Midlands of England, is in relation to the influences. Many people who talk about what influenced those who were composing out of that experience think that they were just influenced very often just by what was happening in the present century. The people who emigrated in that period in fact, actually had carried a, a great deal of ancient rhythms in their head, but also great interest in what an ancient Celtic people were like. And that is very, very much uh, 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 present in the composition and influences uh, on 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 on, on And I think what's important there, uh, in many cases, is the way towards uh, his later work where it was coming more and more to the fore. I think that the other part about it, which is, uh, I often think of Jimmy Higgins's book, Are Ye the Band, in relation to the, 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 the Chopin period. There are very, very, very few people. It was rather like it, there were many bands, and people played in many, many bands. And after Whiskey in the Jar, the brand had several, if you like, I think that, he, he, I think that he, he played in a, with, with, uh, alongside Gary Moore in Skid Row, and I think on it went. After Whiskey in the Jar, the boys are back in town, jailbreak, waiting for an alibi. I think the band, the band built on their, on their duplo their du 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 album, uh, Jailbreak, and a whole string uh, uh, came out of that hit albums. Johnny the Fox in 76, Black Repetition 77, and as I've said, Black Rose in 1979. I met him, uh, uh, I was just saying to Sabina, uh, uh, I'm very careful now because now that I'm president of Ireland, I have to be careful about my reminiscences. Uh, but, uh, uh, I remember it was around the time he actually had uh, produced uh, uh, some volumes of poetry. 
and it was at the end of the 1970s. I started writing for Hope Press, I think, about 1981, and I was wondering what I should do. And uh, we had a coffee in Grafton Street. It was in the Bailey, I think, where people used to spend most of their time looking into the mirrors. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think what was very, very in interesting was the continual impulse to creativity that was in this extraordinary genius of a man. And that's reflected very much when people, in fact, actually want to move on to solo careers. The idea is of, a, of, a, so is of achieving something that you haven't achieved uh, already. So, Maragort may be influences of the arm. I think that it is, I mentioned earlier, his very last interview, given just weeks before he died, is given to Damien Corlos. Of Art Press. It was published in January 1986. And in that, curiously, in that interview with Damien Connors, he mentions that very important point of, of the importance of influences. But also, and this is where I began and this is where we are, there was also a sense, a sense of place. It's what you're taking into yourself from your neighbours, it's taking what you're into yourself from what your neighbours might remember but also into yourself from what your neighbours might be hoping to do, what your neighbours aspire for themselves. All of the things that, are, that would be wonderful things that you can imagine but are not allowed to be, all of these things, that's what gives you the throb that is in fact in relation to creativity. And I want to wish in their new school and their new alliance, all of the young people here that, may nothing stand in your way. And I also say about, people say about, isn't culture useful, little, People will come and they'll spend money and so forth, and aren't the arts useful and so forth. Its most important part is that it's emancipatory. Sometimes there are people with very little resources in this country who put on their headphones, and for a while there are people, in fact, able to do something beautiful for themselves. So, may not only that, but my wish in that, so grateful again to have been invited here by the Central Bank, is that may the economic institutions serve you, that's what they're there for. And may you never be imprisoned by forces that are out of control and that are accountable. The one thing that we have in many cases, I think that is very, very important, the inspiration that comes from, in fact, actually being able to deliver something entirely new into the world. In Irish and Connemara, they will say that one of the most disadvantaged people was on Fargon Auro, the person who would come and wouldn't have a son in St. Louis. So may your lives be full of that kind of creativity. And may we come in Ireland to respect properly the creative force of music and arts and culture, which is never a commodity. It is part of our soul. It is the music of the heart that is attempting sometimes successfully and often unsuccessfully to put the stamp of humanity on a cold reason that is often imprisoning us, not only in Ireland, but around the world. Music and art are essentially crooked. That is that they are emancipatory. They are necessary as a vital element of a flourishing, cohesive society. They are not things to be talked about. We have this great thing, we have this whatever. They are what we do, what we perform, what we offer, and what we share. And I hope that we would, it's such a great, we are so lucky. And also, I think when you look in fact at that image there, and when you look at the image, be it on the stamp or on the coin, and I say this in the presence of all those who knew him and his family and his background, 
let us always celebrate all of those influences that Phil represents. All the things of the world and all its diversity and magic and influence that he took into himself and let out into beautiful, beautiful music. It has been a real privilege to be asked to be here in Millie Thank you.